A single conversation across the table with a wise man is better than a 10-year study of books. Henry Longfellow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Welcome to Three Wise Men Podcast with your host, Vito, Pastor TL, and Bundy. Let's get it. What's going on, Jesus Squad? It's your boy. It's Pastor TL. What's happening, y'all? It's Bundy. What's happening, world? The people champ. Vito, what's happening? Yes, sir. It is a three wise men. We back in the lab, back in studio, back on your phones, back on your laptops, back on the iPads. Today, we got something really, really interesting to talk about. I think we coming to the defense of the men today, I think. What we got, Bundy? Why aren't men allowed to show emotion? Whoa. <laughs> That's that you know what? Drop another bomb on that one. That that that's a very interesting question. So let's just start it off with opening up the opening up the truth. Are y'all allowed to show emotion? Uh <clears throat> or do you feel like you're allowed to show emotion? I think you, I think we I think I'm allowed to show one emotion. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what about you, Vito? I mean, I'm allowed to show a range of emotions, but if we being honest here, I don't think my emotions outside of happiness is understood. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I I supposed to be level headed the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You only supposed to be happy, right? In in whose eyes? It's the world, the world. Mm-hmm. So you think the world see men as? Because I I think the what what the question that I had is: Are men allowed? Or do some men just don't know how to show emotion? I I think it's both. I think men don't know how to show emotion because you taught from an early age not to show emotion. Right. That's that that that's that's perfect because I think I mean because what what my testimony is that I've always that I I always share is I grew up not knowing what love felt like. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So. I didn't know I did not know how to give love out because I grew up the, the way I grew up is if I showed that type of emotion I was weak. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when I got married, I did not know how to share that love and when I had my first my children which was my first two was girls, right. I didn't know how to show that emotion right. at all when it came to love. Right, but then think about the other emotion, crying. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Right, because if you cry, what you a sissy now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You can't you can't sit up and watch an emotional movie and a tear drop down your eye. You know what I mean? Now it's something wrong with you. Yeah, that's that. That's just a, that's a very 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 interesting question, and I wonder how most people, how most men see that. We all three black men. Right. 
So we can't we can talk from a black man's standpoint when it comes from how hard we really gotta be. And I'm gonna hit you with something really, really deep. I didn't even I did not cry at my biological mother's funeral. And I thought it was something wrong with me. Cause I couldn't show that particular emotion. Cause everybody was everybody was leaning on me to stay strong for my brothers and my sisters right. who could not hold that emotion in. Right. And because I was the elder brother, mm-hmm. then I had to I could not show You had to suppress sign. your emotion. Yeah, I couldn't show any sign of not necessarily weakness. <clears throat> but I couldn't show that me losing my mother at the moment was bothering me because I had to stay strong for everybody else. Right. And I'm not going to lie to you. This was 2013. That was recent. Uh-huh. 2000. No, I'll take that back. 2018. 2018. Because it was, it was seven, eight days before TJ was born. TJ was born March second, two thousand eighteen. It was a, it was nine days after he was born that my mom passed, and I Sorry still hear that, bro. And I still haven't cried to this day. Sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just so that when you when you bring up that subject about emotion, I guess this is just one of those conversations where it just brings out the vulnerability. Right, in, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Because it's it's opening up a lot of Stuff yeah, I, for me. We're, we're, <clears throat> we're black men, and you know we do it as black men. We do it amongst ourselves too. Like we only really allowed to show two emotions. Mm-hmm. Really, like content and anger. Right. You know what I'm saying. You can't have that that wide spectrum of emotions. Are you they? You know you weak. Right. Or, being sensitive, right, right, right. Oh, like true. why you, why you, isn't so happy? You know, you, or you, you know, you, you uh-huh. on the sex, right, right, you right. Just, just these different wide ranges of emotion that you can't show as a kid or as you growing up, and then you don't know how to relate it. Cause I know me, but I can't be sad. My sadness is anger. Like that's like you right. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Me being upset is anger. Right. It ain't just being upset, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we, we, we taught that we have to be that way all the time. You know, you can't be vulnerable. You can't be hurt about something. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't get that. Like, as black men, we don't, it ain't, you can't just be sad. You got to be mad, right? Right, you know what I'm right. Yep. You just can't be your feelings hurt. Right, exactly. You, you know, we ain't... You know, from a kid, we've been programmed that you can't be sad and shut in. You got to be mad about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which is not always how it needs to be. You know Absolutely. What I mean? So, so if you grew up in the household, and I, I'm speaking with um, about, I, I don't know the percentage of 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 men, especially black men, that grew up in the household with a single mother, no father. In some instances, it's hard to, you feel like, as a young man growing up, that you don't have anybody that you can express those feelings with or to. Mm -hmm. So you suppress those feelings or emotions 
um, pretty much your entire life. And until you find somebody like, um, you know me, Vito. I'm I'm a very transparent individual. So when it when it really, I I think about that, and I think about my first marriage, and how I kept myself sheltered because even though I felt like I trusted her, when I did show a small bit of vulnerability, I got called out on it. I thought she was a thug. I thought she was harder than this. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought, oh, what, wow. what, what are you upset about? What you crying for? You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Are you weak? Right. I didn't marry that. Right. I thought I married her. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when that didn't work out and I married Nicole, mm-hmm. uh, you, you talk about total opposite. Night and day. Right. So now I'm holding it in and she's telling me, you can cry in front of me, right. Terry. You can open up yourself to me. And it's not what I heard it's, it's from my previous marriage. It's a little bit of that. But it's it's more of I don't know how. So when when I see you auto, automatically telling me I can cry in front of you, what you mean? What you mean? So what you think I'm weak now? Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Then I I start you know yep. it goes totally exactly. opposite. Right, right. So now that I have someone that I can share those emotions with, I I guess men don't men. No matter what not what what race you are, white, black, Asian, whatever, I guess you have to be in a situation to where you can be vulnerable enough and trusting around someone you trust enough to be able to show those emotions with or to that won't allow you to suppress them or put you in a position. To where you have to suppress them. Well, okay. This is somewhat what I feel like, right? And I'm I'm only talking about the black community, right? Yeah. Because um, it just it seems like you almost have to have that right partner. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Because. Uh, it's 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 like, bro. I saw this prolific image on Instagram about six or seven months ago, right? And it was this huge, massive man that was sheltering his family. Okay, and it depicted an arrow, an axe a big boulder rock on his back, right? Mm-hmm. And he protected his family from all of that, right? And, she, and the lady, they depicted the lady kind of wiping the tear away from his eye, right? So this is what I feel like. I think hurt people hurt people, right? And and Pops talk about, you know, uh, uh, people that bleed, bleed on people that didn't cut them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Break that down. Yeah. So, it's... Because Pop, Pop say that a lot. 
Right, right, right. And and I think it's some validity to that. And and the reason why I say that, if the women in our community felt okay to show their emotions, they would they I think they'd be okay with allowing us to show our emotions. Yeah. I, I just I don't think it's really like man and woman and in our community because I think it's the, because a lot of times what people don't like, we not growing up, first off, like a lot of us as black people, we forced to be adults before we need to. Way too soon. That's first and foremost, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we doing. That's a bomb. We doing, we doing grown up, we having to do grown up things at, you know, 11, 12, like take care of the house or. You know, make sure everybody's straight. Your 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 younger siblings straight. You know what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> and as far as like you know, so we're not we're not able to go through a vast range of emotions and be children because we're we're not we're it's not even about loving. It's about survival. Like we growing, we living to survive. We not living to live. And I think that's what happened. Like, you know, what happens a lot of times is we go through these things as we growing up and mama ain't got time to Yeah. Oh, you your feelings hurt about right, this. Right, 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 right. Shit, I gotta be at work exactly. in thirty minutes. Hurry up, hurry yeah. up and get over it. Hurry up and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you don't have time to go through these range of emotions or you know, you wanna talk up to you to your mom or your dad, you know, especially like when you poor, like, you know. It, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with this person. Okay, boy, I ain't got time. I gotta be. I, you <laughs> That's know, facts. It's just these things that you know. I think when certain situations growing up, you don't know how to love because you living to survive. Your family is surviving. You, you know, they ain't really living. Yeah, they right, ain't right, living. Right. They just living to survive. That's you true. know what I'm saying? That's true. Check to check to check to check to check to check and work as much and get as much as you can to, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what's happened a lot of times, especially in, you know, like the black community is we are living just to survive so we don't get to go through these range of emotions. You know what I mean? Right. As I'm saying, like you really, like I said, it's not even really, I know I made the joke, like I can only be happy in my household right. now. Right. But is really as black men and women, mm -hmm. I think you either you gonna be content or it's anger. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And and and, and you know, that's why you get the mad, the angry black woman and all these different Exa stereotypes yeah, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think what happens a lot, like I said, we don't get to go through those range of emotions like you know a lot of people do because we surviving. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And and we can't, you know, it's especially in society, right? It's a, other people can show types of emotion that we can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, like con concern about things with the the police or you know things like that. Like you know uh, what I'm saying? Or, or like you know, and a lot of times people don't understand. We live literally living in fear. So you know what I'm saying, but it, but it's reflected. In, it's it's being reflected from other people as anger. Yeah, and it's really yeah, it's exactly. Just fear, yeah. It's just fear, right. like you know what I'm saying, because 
things like the police getting behind me. I know I ain't broke any kind of law. Right. But I'm just the anxiety of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just things like that that we go through. So, and we, you know, just again, we just living, like surviving. And even now that we're in better places, it's hard to break 20, 25 years of that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're in a better place. So right, I, I right. think that's what happens with it. It's not that we can't show emotions or not allowed to once we get to a certain point in our lives. I think during that time growing up when you're your most vulnerable and your most impressionable. We've been conditioned to. We've been conditioned to. And then once we get of of age and a certain point, you can't break that. You know, it's hard to break it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just hard to break and be something different. Right. I think you need to hit the the, the uh, nail on the head earlier, Vito, when you said um, about being with the right partner, or 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 being around. I guess a situation that opens up your vulnerability. You know what I mean? Uh, because I I do believe, especially uh, black men, I that that point that that Bundy just hit about. Having so much on your plate that emotions can't even get on it. You see what I'm saying? That right. you, you got so much that you're doing, and that you you're trying to keep the family fed. You're trying to make sure that money is coming inside right. the house. You you want to make sure the wife is straight. <clears throat> now you got to go to a basketball or football game, and now you got to see this. Now you got to do that, and and sometimes it's this, that, and the other. And then the wife wants this, or you got to please the wife. Mentally, and sexually, and all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, when you say, "I just want my neck rubbed," then all of a sudden, you soft now, right? <laughs> what you want to go to the nail shop too, right? Oh wow, you you see what, what I'm saying? I, but I'm saying Sheesh. that that, but all we want is like are we beyond the massage, right? You see what I'm saying? And I mean it it. It makes it, it makes it uh, to a point to where you just. It makes you a little bit, a little bit, a little bit less susceptible to release to, to show your vulnerable side. Yeah, but you know, uh, but these women are growing up in the same situations we are. That's why I said hurt yeah. people hurt people. Yeah, and not even that they hurt, they they don't know any different either. So who gonna show them that a man's supposed to be vulnerable? Right. Right, they didn't see that they they because every time we told, well, that you know when you're a kid, when you're nine, ten, and you 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 crying or your feelings hurt, every time we told, oh, that's weak. They listening to their brother being told, that's weak. Right. So in their mind, that's weak. Right. And most right. of the time, it's the mom telling the kid, right, that well, that's weak. Right. Right. You you don't you don't do that. That ain't what boys do. So 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 listen. This 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 gonna open up Pandora's box when I ask y'all this, but is it that because of our black community, there's so many single parents that's raising kids that is not the equilibrium that's there? Like yeah, the man, yeah. I mean, both parents. I think both two parents matter. Right. I, I really do think that, um, and I think. Of course, you know, social economics matter, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? 
because, you know, even if you got both parents, if both of them working 16 hours a day just to feed three or four right. kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. YouTube then, and yeah. social media become your mom and dad. Yeah, and just, you know, just the Rick like being, you know, we understand that running a household requires more than money. Right. Right, and that's what I was coming but saying earlier that a lot of times kids in poor situations are forced to be grown-ups. Because when mama and daddy working, daddy daddy just got off his security job, now he's doing his overnight, you know, warehouse job, and, and mama doing her house cleaning in the, the day, and then she's stocking at Walmart at night. Who do you think, man and the little brothers and sisters? Right, right. Who do you think feeding them, making right. sure they're doing their homework? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, and I think that's what happens. Like, kids just are forced to be grown-ups before their time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, nobody, you know, it's 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 like being a kid matters too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not forced to have to worry and have burdensome things like, I got to feed these kids, you know, and just things like that at 13, 14. You know what I mean? Oh, I got to, I got to clean up the whole house and, you know, at 13, 14, 12, you know what I'm saying? I, I think a lot of that stuff matters and I think a lot of it is what hinders us as a community. It's like we don't get to be kids and experience kids because I know like with me, even with me, like I struggle with my kids being kids sometimes. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I gotta, you know, even you, Vito, you tell me sometimes, like, you gotta right. relax. Cause my thing is, like, I ain't get to be like, right, right. Uh, it's all right. No, I gotta go get it done. Cause right. that, I, if I don't get it done, it ain't right. gonna get done. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I think, speaking for myself, I think communities and the way we grow up sometimes hinders our ability. To, to show that emotion and allow for our kids to show that emotion. Because I think even my son is going to be like, why are you crying? Because that's how I am. Right. You know, that's how I was. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, right. Because it's just got to break that cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard when you don't know any better. Right. You, you said the perfect word. I was waiting. I was waiting for, I mean, I was going to say it, but I was waiting to see if I heard that word from one of y'all cycle. Uh, we was talking about something earlier, which we'll get into uh, later. Yeah, it, could, it, it, it could also be generational. It could also be something that you, you want to break because that cycle, some people call it a generational curse. Somebody, some people call it passing down or whatnot, but because uh, just like you, I mean, again, I, I had Girls, I just had a little boy well, four years ago. And when my girls fail and scrape their knee or whatnot, <clears throat> you know what I said to them? I ain't grow up here. Get up. Yeah. I couldn't, I could not, I couldn't be that that father to be like, oh, I'm a I'm a and have some kind of a of emotion like and I, I, I need to get there for my little one. Right. I'm like tough up, man. Toughen up. Right. You're not finna grow up and and because in my mind, I'm raising girls and what I did not want to do is raise my girls to be vulnerable to a dude like me. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So <clears throat> when you really think about it, and you said something about showing, right? So of course I'm I'm going to scripture, and when you when you read Proverbs 15 and 13, well 15, uh, 13 through 14. Kind of break it down. It says, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. The discerning heart seeks knowledge. So <clears throat> basically, holding your emotions inside, it don't do nothing to hurt you. And if we can get anything out of this podcast, because this is, a, <clears throat> believe it or not, this is a serious one, mm-hmm. because it to me, this particular subject that we're talking about should allow men to understand that you can open yourself up, that you literally have to open up yourself. But we we spoke on something earlier that I gotta I gotta I gotta make a U turn to when we talk about finding the right partner, right? But what is God for? Um I guess he's supposed to be your moral compass. He is supposed to be that one you can lean on when you can't lean on no one else. Right. And again, if you believe in God, if you trust in God, then he is supposed to be that partner that you're seeking for. That's why a lot of times, like growing up, I thought I thought God was a con job. You feel me? I I didn't because I didn't feel what everybody else felt. Right. I saw what I saw in the hood. I saw that I didn't want to be a part of it, and I saw that <clears throat> if God was real, I wouldn't be part of all this. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it allowed me to hide those emotions in to when people was trying to tell me, you know what? You're going to grow up to be a preacher. I mean, you've been telling me that my whole life. You're going to grow up to do this. You're going to grow up to do that. I'm like, y'all lost y'all mind. Y'all see what's going on? You see what I got to do to put food on my table? Right. Seriously. And then when people say, well, Terry, just give yourself to God. Just give yourself to God. When you're going through, ain't what you want to hear. It's like, like right now, if you hungry, Vito, and you homeless, right? Right. And I'm coming to you as a pastor and saying, God will solve everything. How you going to look at me? You're probably going to catch these hands if I'm hungry. You see what I'm saying? But going in your pocket. But if I come to you at the same time and say to you first, you know what? Let me take you somewhere and get you something to eat. Because this whole time all you've been doing is praying to God for some food. God, if you real... Da, 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 da. Right. But yet when I come to you, and the first thing I say to you is, let's go get something to eat. You know what? Let's go find you some nice, some, some fresh clothes right, to put right, on. Right. You know what? Let's go, let's go take a shower. Let's just go out for a minute. Right. And then I really actually <clears throat> supply everything that you've probably been praying about. Right. And then I tell you, well, you know, let's talk about God. You're gonna be more acceptable to that. So that word now, right? Absolutely. So I think as men, we have to first 
understand our own identity of who we are first before we can open up ourselves up to anybody else. That's dope. You see what I'm saying? That's dope. And and as a spiritual man, the only way that I understand that I can find my identity is through Christ. That's the only way that I can actually find who I am supposed to be. Because my dad said something. Y'all excuse my throat. I was sung today, and I'm I'm going in and out. Okay. But my dad said something in Bible study a couple of weeks ago. He was like, "What's the what is the reason? How do you find out? Or what's the reason you think that you're on this earth? Or how do you find or something like that? I know I'm messing this up, but his answer was, "No, what's the two purposes for you being on this earth? That's what he said." Two purposes for you being on this earth. And everybody said with a little spill, and it was like, most people said to live and to die. That's what we're here for. To live, do what we're going to do in the middle of living and then to die. Right. But he was like, two purposes to find out the day you were born and to find out why. You see what I'm saying? Right. Just pretty much just to open up yourself to who are you and what are you meant to be. And I think when it comes to, I guess people like to use black men. And correct me if I'm wrong, buddy, because this <clears throat> this actually happened a couple of, a few weeks back, to when a black man really tries to open themselves up, then they're looked at as having a mental illness. And I can easily go to Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you don't know what happened on the sideline. When he went crazy at, well, I ain't gonna say crazy, not the word. When he went off right. at the Jets game, mm-hmm. now he goes on different podcasts and this, that, and the other, and say, "Well, I automatically got labeled with a mental illness, and there ain't nothing wrong with me. Right. I just didn't like the way that dude said to me. He fired me while I was on the bench. I just left, just like if you go to your job." And you get fired for doing something. Right. What are you gonna do? You gonna leave the premises? Right. I left, but now everybody's saying that I'm mentally ill because of the way I left. Now he said he shouldn't have left. He shouldn't have did what he did. He probably could have handled it a better way. Right. But to label him as mentally ill. Now the dude, I forget his name, but he was a Miami Dolphin. That kind of went off on the dude in um in the locker room and he got I and mean, he just went crazy but he went off and he had some racist comments to say oh incognito yeah had some racist comments to say this that and the other um now they labeled him as maybe a racist because he was white but they didn't say he was mentally ill but Antonio Brown they said He's probably never going to work in the NFL again. Right. <clears throat> Me personally, I think he's probably going to end up with the Baltimore Ravens. But this incognito dude, they never said that. They just said, you know what? He probably needs to get him some help. He's probably this, that, and the other. But he's a talented Pro Bowl lineman. <laughs> He'll be in the league next year. And Shona, he got a job with the Raiders. Then he got a job with the Ravens, I think. Uh, he, I think he got a job with the Bills, and then he got another job with yeah. the, right after that. 
Well, you know, but we know what this is about. Well, right, exactly. Right. But if I had to just, and I, I kind of want both of you, if you can, to elaborate on it. If I honestly feel like, and I'm going to use me as an example, if we know who we are and we understand our identity and separate the two from where we were and to where we are, I think it makes us a little bit more vulnerable to be able to open ourselves up because if you know who you are as a person, and you know who you are as a man, then no matter if you, if we sitting here and we watching, uh, what's that movie every, everybody cry at? Pursuit uh, of Happiness. Okay, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, yeah, I cried on that movies, yeah. But if we with, sitting here as brothers. With Will Smith. Yeah, 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 and we watching Pursuit of Happiness. But if you know who you are, uh, and you know who you are, right. and I know who I am, well, I'm just gonna grab some tissue. <laughs> and pass it out because it don't make us soft. Everybody went crazy with the bathroom scene right. when he's sitting in the bathroom and he's like, you see what I'm saying? That's the scene I cried on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I just think that if we know our own identity and understand who we are as men, then when it boils down to it, it will open us up to be able to talk to whoever we need to talk to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it makes sense to a certain degree. I the problem I'm having, because my wife will tell you, I'm an emotional person. Pastel, t- I mean not pastel, <laughs> but they'll tell you, on the sideline, I'm emotional in the mug, man. I want to throw stuff across. The, I mean, like I let my emotions out, right? Mm-hmm. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm okay with that, right? Because I know who I am as a man, right? Right. But it's always like. I'm misunderstood, or it's mis, or, or it's interpreted wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk to a Caucasian person, right? One of my pet peeves, I hate repeat myself, right? Don't get on the phone, act as though I'm speaking a foreign language, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I see. Every time this happens, every time, right? And I feel like. It's like somebody. It's like they're trying to insult your intelligence, right? Pardon me. What did you say? And I want to say, motherfucker, you hear what I said, right? But what I what I do is I raise my voice because apparently I'm not speaking loud enough, right? Mm-hmm. So when I do that, now you mad? Yeah. For them, yeah. Sir, calm down. There's no need to get out, ma'am. You just, you you said excuse me like you didn't hear me. Well, what if she didn't hear you though? But yeah, that's why so he that's raised why I, his voice. That's why I raised my voice. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, so now you sound like an angry black man. Exactly. Okay. So I don't have a problem with sham, with expressing my 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 emotions. I I think I had a problem with how people perceive us. Right? Like my wife and I can get into it right now. Right? I can go outside and start yelling and mother you know, not going, not doing it directly towards her. If the police pull up, right? Mm-hmm. If I try to explain to him, hey, me and my wife just had a, a, a misunderstanding, I'm upset, I just need to cool off, he going to want to run my name, my background, mm-hmm. talk to my wife. Yeah. But, you know, old, old Billy, you know, uh, uh, backwood Billy with the with the shotgun and the Confederate flag hanging out his door, right? He can't do the same thing. I mean, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he gonna be all right. And, he, and that's what I was saying earlier too when I was saying about like the fear part. Like if we get pulled over, white people get to be angry about this. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Why you pulling me over? We yeah. don't we don't no. get that. When down. You know what I'm saying? We don't get that. Nope. You know what I'm saying? If white people get if they get if a white man get pulled over, I guarantee you. And this in in you get pulled over, a white man get pulled over the Mercedes for speed. They gonna say, "All right, where you headed?" I says and says and says, "All right, you were speeding. Write your ticket." Right. I get pulled over in the Mercedes in a certain spot. Where you going? Going here. Oh, it's a nice car. Where you work? Man, that's, where you say you live at again? Bro, that's dope. That's real. Cause I, it doesn't happen to. You I got I mean? pulled yeah. over in McKinney, Texas. Okay. I had an Eddie Bauer Expedition, brand new. I was going to see my girlfriend, who is my wife now, and my son. I worked all day in Addison. Worked late. Worked, you know, late hours, but. I want to see my baby boy. Right. So I drive from Addison to Denton. Stay. See, he sleep when I make it. I don't make it to about 1030. Mm -hmm. Still stay, kick it with my girl. Right. To about one. Never forget, we watching Everybody Loves Raymond because she used to love it. Right, okay. We watching episode, episode. I leave her house about one in the morning. Now, where I live in McKinney is an affluent neighborhood. Right, right. I'm at the stoplight. Cop pull up next to me. Look me in my face. I look at him. <laughs> I pull off through the light. He get right behind me. Woo, Get. Can I search the car? For what? Where you going? I'm going home. I live right here. Up the street. Where you say you going? I live here. Who you trying to see anybody over here? No, I live over here. Wow. Can we search the car? I'm tired. I got to be at work again in the morning. So I'm just, all right, man. It's like five or six police cars searching Come my on, truck. Bro. And it's solely because I was a black man in Absolutely. that neighborhood with a nice car. Yep. So I had to be stealing or selling dope or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that happened to me in my neighborhood now. Dude followed me. I pull up in my driveway where I live right now. Right. Where you going? I'm going home. <laughs> where you live? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Let me see. Can you got some identification here, man? He looking at my identification. He looking. Right. See the address and everything. Where, where you stay? I stay right here. <laughs> you got to be fucking. Boy. I stay right here. Now, now, what you say your address is, I tell him my address. He looking. I'm like, so what did I do? Oh, you 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 ran a um um a, a, a red light, and I'm like, bro, I I seen you when you got behind me. You followed me all the way up this street to two lights, right? And when I turn in my neighborhood. And I turn my left, because I live right, you know where right, I stay. Right, I stay right. right there on the corner. Right, right. 
He whoop, cut my lights on, and I just pull up. Now, he probably think I'm just pulling in there just because he behind me, but I'm at home. Right. But I go through these things, and I can't say, why do you, why do you, but a Caucasian man. Yep. Absolutely do that. Why the fuck you following me? Right. Quit following me. Right. Like, you getting on, like, why are you messing with, like, we don't get to do that, though. Nope. And that's what I'm saying. We suppress all that thing. Then we know the possibilities of us not making it home in that situation. Absolutely. So what we do when we make it to the house. Yep. Blow we, up. We blow out and take it out on the yep. house. Yep. Because of things we couldn't do. Right. Should have yep. been able to do, but mm-hmm. no, we can't do. And I think that's, you know, that's what happens. Those I things. I totally agree. It ain't that, you know, we can't, or, you know, it's the environment and all our, the things on our on our shoulders that makes for like this angry and blow up and one emotion, this 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 anger thing right. with us. You know what I mean? I think all that stuff plays into it. Absolutely. So it, it really just answers the question that, why black men don't show emotion is because we can't. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like. You know, it's it's really hard to. Yeah, it's it's it just makes it very very difficult. Listen, as 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 you guys listen to this podcast. I would love for you to comment either on our Instagram page, Three Wise Men, or our Facebook. We want to hear from you men. We want to hear from the black men, but we do want to hear from men, period. Because we do actually really care about our listeners. So, for Vito, for Bundy, This is Pastor T.L., and as always, we're going to end this with prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for just bringing this subject up, for allowing us to talk as men, to get an understanding of what our emotion is supposed to be. We thank you for the ability to come to you, Father God. We thank you for the ability to have emotion. We thank you because we recognize you as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we give your name, glory, and honor, and praise. And until next time, we out. Thank you for listening to the Three Wise Men podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.